Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires, and I'm excited that you decided to join me on this episode. You know what makes birthdays and Christmas and other celebrations so good? It's the gifts. We all love receiving gifts, no matter how big or small. Even the most selfish person or the most hateful person will smile or have joy once receiving the gifts. And the best thing about a gift is it didn't cost you anything. You didn't have to work for it, but you get to have it and it's yours to do what you will with it. Well, today I want to talk to you about a gift that we have from God that is our salvation. It costs us nothing. We didn't have to work for it, but we get to enjoy it here on earth and forevermore eternally in heaven. So please enjoy this episode. If you're like me and most people, nothing brings you as much joy as receiving a gift. Whether it's your birthday, your anniversary, or Christmas, the joy of knowing that there's a package with your name on it is, to me, is unmeasurable. But we're going to talk today about a gift that came from God that we did not earn, we did not work for, but he saw the condition of man and, and blessed us with the gift of salvation that we have the joy, enjoy here on earth and we can enjoy forevermore. Let's take a look at Ephesians chapter 2, starting at verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he had loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace you are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace you are saved through faith, and it's not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Look, look at this love of God. It says, but God, who is rich in mercy. So he's, he, the Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. So we're supposed to receive death for our sins, but God is rich in mercy and showed us love. And he quickened us from our sins. We were dead in our sins, but he made us alive through Christ Jesus by his grace and raised us up. And now we're seated with him in heavenly places. If you heard me before, you know, I always quote this scripture which says, it's in him we live and move and have our being. So he has now delivered us from our sin state, changed us and saved us. And now we reside with Christ in heavenly places. We're resting in the bosom of, her, of Christ. We are seated within, in heavenly places and enjoying the richness of the kingdom of God. But the one thing he wants us to know is it is not by your works. It is nothing we can boast in. It's nothing we can beat our chest about. This thing happened only by the grace and love of God. And that's a good thing because if I could earn it, that means I could lose it. But this only comes from God because we know that he reigns on the just and the unjust. He he shines on the evil and the good because he's just that good. Understand this. This salvation is about the love of God and it's about God's character, not even about mine. Let's take a look at Isaiah 43 and 25 and look what God says about the forgiveness of sins. He says in 43 and 25, Isaiah, I, even I, am he that blotted out thy transgressions 
for my own sake and will not remember thy sins. He did it for his sake. He did it based on his character. He did it based on his plan, the salvation that came to us. So one thing I want you to be encouraged about this salvation is it is a gift. Oftentimes in our spiritual walk, and you'll see it throughout church history, we believe that works would save us. So we were disciplining our body. And there's nothing wrong with that. We were fasting and we were praying and we were doing some things thinking it was going to make us more saved. But this is a gift that comes from God and there's no work tied to it. And so that's what's wonderful about it. I can just believe. The only job I have now to do is believe in the finished work of Jesus Christ. He said in one point of the script, he said, all things are possible if you only believe. He said in another scripture, only believe. So I have to believe by faith and stand in this salvation. The scripture says, stand fast in, um, in, the, in the place where God has made us free and not be entangled by yoke of bondage anymore. I am free. And whom the sun set free is free indeed. You have, we have to stop the working. And we have a we have a self-righteousness in us that believe that we can create our own salvation and believe that we're maintaining our salvation by some type of work. But it's really the grace of God by what we are saying. And so you'll meet people over the years, and we've said it, you know, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't lie, I don't curse, you know, I don't do those things. And that's good that you don't do those things. And please don't go back. But it is a body discipline that you're doing. And people do body discipline all the time. And that doesn't bring your salvation. That's just abstinence. But salvation brings deliverance that you're walking in the newness of your life, in the newness of your mind, and the desire to do those things are gone because you're resting in Christ and you're walking in the Spirit. And that's what the salvation does. I don't have to work. I just have to reside in Christ. I just have to maintain in this place that he has made for me in Christ Jesus. He said, if you abide in me, we will bear much fruit. So that's where we stand. So I can't work. I can't work enough. I can't work enough to maintain the salvation. I got to understand there is no righteousness in me because my righteousness is as filthy rags. I have to understand what the scripture says is that the scripture says that in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. So there's not a work that I can do in my flesh that is acceptable of God, and to God. We know the story in the, in, the, in the book of Hebrews when he talks about the sacrifice that were offered year after year could not bring salvation because there was a continual remembrance of sin. So although they were doing these works and laying these sacrifices and keeping these laws, the continual work of sin was in us because we had not had our conscience purged, purged by the Holy Ghost. We had had our conscience purged by the blood of Christ. So there was always going to be a remembrance and going back to that same way of thinking, to that same way of doing, to that same way of walking. So it didn't matter how many sacrifices I made. It didn't matter how many turtle doves I did. No matter how much money I gave, the, the appetite and desire of sin was always going to draw me back. And there was always a remembrance of that. But when Christ came and died and, and, and he defeated sin, and when we accepted him, he has cut off the sin nature. He's cut off that longing for sin. He's purged us with blood. And now our conscience purged with blood. And now the remembrance and longing for sin is gone because we're living by the Spirit. Look at this wonderful gift. 
All I have to do is accept and believe and rest in the promises of God. And the kingdom of God is mine. The love of God is mine. The joy of God is mine. And it was all free. Look, I want to encourage you today. Continue to practice discipline, but understand it's not your works that makes you saved. It's the gift of God. And you notice if we let these works be what save us, if we think works save us, we'll always be boasting in our work. And that's why those people find themselves, when Jesus talks about, he said, they'll stand before me saying, Lord, Lord, I did this in your name. I did that. He'll say, I never knew you because you thought your works made you right with God. You thought your works made you a right standing of God. It is only Christ Jesus and this free gift that makes us be able to be in right standing with God. There is nothing I can do or say that will make me right in God's sight. It is a sacrifice of our Lord and Jesus Christ who tasted death for all men one time that we could be the sons of the living God. Understand this. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. And whosoever believes him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God sent out his son to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. This is the gift. It was not about condemnation. It's not about your work. God gave something to us. Freely we have received. Freely we received it, didn't earn it, and we can't maintain it. We just got to rest in who he is. Rest in a blood purge content. Rest without let our flesh die and walk in the spirit, live in the spirit, and we can enjoy this free gift. And the one thing I want to tell you about gifts is this. When we get something free, we always tell people about it. Man, look what I, somebody gave me. Look what my husband gave me. Look what my wife gave me. Look what my brother gave me. We tell people the gifts we got because we're excited about it. And this free gift that you have through Jesus Christ is salvation. We should tell somebody about it. That's something free for you that God has done, especially for you individually and for the whole man, whole mankind. He sent his son to be the perpetuation for this, our sins and the sins of the whole world. This is a gift. You don't have to fight anymore. You don't have to toil anymore. You don't have to struggle. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life does not have to wear you down anymore because it's a free gift from God, and all you have to do is accept it. Listen, it's a wonderful gift. Man, if they were giving out free shoes or giving out free food, we would tell everybody. Every time we find out they're giving out something in our community, we put up flyers and stuff. Look, they're giving food here away there. They're giving cars away here. We let everybody know about the free gifts that the world is giving. But let's begin to let the world know about the free gift God has presented to all men. Cost us nothing, and we get to enjoy it here on earth and eternally forevermore. Guys and sisters and brothers, it's a free gift. It's free. Salvation is free. You can't work for it. You can't maintain it. You just got to believe in the finished work of Jesus Christ. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you understand more about the grace of God. Understand it. You can't work for it. It's yours. So enjoy the free gift of Jesus Christ. Rest in his promises. And remember, his love never fails. His love keeps going. His love don't end. His love is surrounding you and keeping you and protecting you. And if you rest right there, that is a good gift to have. And it's a great place to be. I love you. And thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. God bless you. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner 
but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.